Happy Halloween. It's an absurd holiday. Oh, yes. Putting on costumes and striking fear. Quite absurd. Welcome to the Batman Book Club, a podcast exploring the Dark Knight Library. I'm your host, Ryan Lauer. The Batman Book Club is a proud member of the Batman Podcast Network, hosted by Batman on Film. Just go to batmanonfilm.com, click on podcasts, and you'll find the Batman Podcast Network that has a whole list of other Bat-related shows that also like to dive into other nerdy subjects that we all love to frolic about in our free time. The Batman Book Club is also on Patreon. If you like what's going on with the show and you want to help support the show, keep the generators running in the Wayne Manor study. Just go to patreon.com slash the batman bc now thank you for listening to episode 128 batman in october it's the final episode of this year's spooky month but it's a less focus on spooky and more just on the new batman books but it's still tis the season um to celebrate halloween and joining me is a familiar voice that you've all heard on here just actually the last episode uh he is my associate producer of this show and whenever he's on it's no tricks it's all treats it's uh peter arvera peter thanks for coming back where's my t-shirt it's in the mail bro yeah okay but what did you want on the t-shirt i don't want frolic on it you don't want frolic no frolic we're not really frolicking We'll see. I think you'll, you'll have to hit return. Do you frolic a lot? To, like return to center. Is frolicking something you do often? Frolic with Batman, Ninja Turtles, Mario, and Mountain Dew. That's frolicking. Yeah. Like I envision, like frolicking is kind of like I don't know. I'm picturing like I don't know that, that Wendy's girl, like the Wendy's logo through a field of daisies, high stepping it. Like I think that's when I, yeah, that's, I that's actually kind of it. That's how I exactly how really? it would be in a field full of like Mountain Dew. So you'd be swimming, not frolicking. Um, no, if there's cans like growing flowers of that would be painful. Fun. You catch a can to the shin or the knee, you know? It'd be worth it. You think so? Uh, yeah, according to Google, it's is a, the can cold? It's a because then it would it, reduce the swelling. The verb form of frolic is of an animal or person play and move about cheerfully, excitedly, or energetically. Absolutely, Pete. That describes the nerdy subjects that we frolic about. In our free time, <laughs> it just really frolic. Okay, <laughs> I kind of envision actually when you asked what it was, it's that that meme of Kermit from the Muppet Show as his hands are up and he's like, you know, I kind of feel like that is that's frolic. that's like terrified. That's that's that you think that's frolicking? Yeah, that's that's frolicking. That's how we all feel on the inside, even if we don't exactly mind that. So, anyways, it's interesting. This is a great detour. I haven't even gotten to ask, how are you? I'm hungover. No, oh, okay. <laughs> Tis the season. All right. Yeah, yeah. As long as you had a fun time, then oh yeah, all is well. Mm-hmm. Good for you. Good times. Yeah, good times. So, I will, I will test and see how much you want to carry this episode, and uh, 
Uh, I got time for you. Don't worry about God it. God bless Peter Vera. This guy. He's a real gem, that fella. Um, also, before <laughs> before we even dive into the subject, make sure to check uh, out Pete's uh, show, Straight Out of Gotham, because those those gents, he and no, uh, the champion the of Long Island, E. coli. They, uh, e. coli, yeah, there he is. They were kind enough to, to have me on their show, actually, most recently. So check out their, their feed, wherever you found this one. So Batman Podcast Network, where people frolic. Frolic there now, and you'll find straight out of Gotham, or no one where, frolics where, straight out of Gotham. <laughs> Nobody, or, or wherever you go to find this podcast. Justin Kowalski frolics. He's a frolicker. He is a frolicker. Yeah, he frolics to the tattoo parlor. <laughs> he does. Yeah, uh, into Pattinson's Batmobile. So, um, yes, on not, his hands, he frolics on his hands. <laughs> Let's not delay anymore. Let's give the people what they want, Peter. Let's talk about this. Is what they want the uh, the the absurd banter. Oh, this is it. Okay, well then let's scratch. That's so what, what I heard. You know? <laughs> I heard. People don't even read these books. Oh, what? That's not no. Funny. They just I come to listen to us bullshit. Well, that's nice. Regardless, yeah. thanks for listening. All right, let's talk about Batman in October. Pete. Uh, I think Where you held begin? up and you showed me the stack. Um, you have a physical representation of the amount of books that we that we talk about. Uh, always that's not at, even all of them. I'm missing like maybe two or three. But. <laughs> I mean, just at the ready. It's yeah. Uh, it's a it's a daunting task. Um, that we're that's up for the challenge. We're not. We're not over it yet. Yeah. But uh, holy moly. Um, I we, think we Clark Bull is challenging us. Maybe, maybe you heard. He's, he's like, like listen, listen he's like, I want to see how long these two can frolic <laughs> <laughs> with this absurd list of Batman titles. We're still here frolicking, Clark. So, yeah. um, bring it on. Well, let's talk about the first Tuesday. You sound like and- Black Adam. There's no publisher on this earth that can stop me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> if only I actually sounded like Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> if I just oh. had his bicep circumference. Yeah, man. Like Mira would be much like very pleased i'm sure but anyway call you ryan power hey hey i gotta do some more squats to get to that level though there we go but anyways let's the first tuesday um was the continuation of chip sadarsky and jorge jimenez's batman arc uh found in batman pay or batman number 128 uh yeah okay (laughs) he's if he doesn't sound that way apparently because he's hung over it's because he didn't love the book but I, i'll you know why don't you go ahead and go first on this one because actually um, i think i have a better vibe than you do on this one yeah i don't like this i, okay. just, I just don't yeah i think your um, mind was kind of made up last month of like this well, i, just, I don't like arc. the story it's still yeah. you know the justice league's here and now you know the superman's hurt and i just don't care about this robot thing and then you put batman in a stupid i don't know fruity pebble outfit and it, I lost even more interest. Um, Jimenez's art is beautiful, as always. Uh, just his pencils are fantastic. I, I, I can't argue that. But the story itself has just—I have no grasp on it. I, I don't care. Um, <laughs> this has been pretty disappointing for me from Zdarsky. Both these Batman books he's written. So, I, I, yeah, I just—I'm just not feeling it. That's the end of it. Okay. I'm not like this is a Batman book, so. I would usually be more of, of just like, I don't need, if I want the Justice League, I'll go get a Justice League book. Pete, that's why you don't like my harsh rule of the Batman book club being books that are like Batman focused. Cause I just feel like th- it sh- this should deliver Batman talk. 
Um, the Batman title should definitely deliver a Batman story and not necessarily a Justice League story. But I do think that there is like 70% it's Batman in this. So I'm kind of okay with it. And also he's gotten his ass kicked the past like three issues uh, from this robot thing that I can understand. Like I can go along for the ride and it is, it is kind of fun. Now, if I sit and think too long about it, I'm totally with you of what we've been saying of this, this robot. I am, I'm not robots aren't scary to me. Like I, it's not appealing to me. I don't seek out stories where a human is, you know, fighting a robot. That's I just, I, it was the Terminator and Terminator two and three actually was good. And then I was kind of done with it. I don't need that. And I don't need to ever seek that out. So the story kind of is disappointing in that regard to me because I'm just not feeling it. I agree with you that Jimenez's art is fantastic. Um, but there are like fun moments of certain characters uh, interacting with each other in this that it like it did get me through and I didn't I didn't not like it, but I do find it like, yeah, it's all right. You know, that that sort of vibe. Um, I kind of don't like where it ended, though, because I think you and I even texted each other as soon as we both were done reading it. And I said, this feels like we're being set up again for another uh, future state. Like uh, been there, done that. The ending. That's oh, like, you did. Okay. okay. Well, I the aspect of like Bruce Wayne hiding in Atlantis to kind of gather himself, I think is kind of a cool. That's idea. cool. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that. But that's that like, that's like mind. the only thing I really love. But specifically, was, the shot. And I mean, and I mean, I'm kind of good because I don't need this drug out for the next like seven months to build up where it just kind of did jump of Bruce wakes up and it's like, oh yeah, Gotham. By the way, now seems like future state. But there's definitely that one panel where. All these other fail safes, you know, they've got their red um, spotlights as they're looking in the streets and everything. And I'm just like, man, this is like this is future state. And I just that wasn't my thing either. And, you know, I've never checked these sales to see how this book's doing, because maybe I, maybe you and I are in the minority of like this isn't our thing. I have no clue. Uh, I kind of don't want to look at it either because I just want to go with like how I feel about it. And I think the book has enough to keep you me... think if the book had popular, like positive sale numbers, you think that would influence how you feel about it? I'd, I'd feel a little bit more like, man, it just seems like everybody else is loving this. So I must be missing something. Whereas like right now, actually, I kind of just talked to you about it. So I don't really know. And I'd rather just less, less influence, less voices of hearing mm-hmm. to, you know, and, um, and yet, but the stories still are right. And there's enough there that I am kind of entertained by it. Uh, But I I don't, I don't love it. I think it's all right. It's kind of where I end on it. Okay. That's interesting. I don't know. Um, There were a few people like I would kind of, I followed on Twitter. Uh They kind of gauged the comic scene, but then they started like, they didn't like the things I said. So then they took public shots of me or some shots of me and unfollowed me. So I was like, all right, Weirdo. Must make it uncomfortable when you and Eric record then for straight out of Gotham. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I like followed them just to get like the 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 you know the reader's perspective on things. To take the temp. Was. Yeah, you know, just mm-hmm. to see what it was like. But yeah. um they fell off the radar, so I gotta find new people to kind of gauge. But you need some new people. Hear that? Yeah. If you're listening, Pete needs some new people. <laughs> guide us. New guide comic us readers. Um, yes. But um, yeah, like I don't know. Just I mean the, story I, so it, it's okay. Odd to me, to be br- brutally honest. 
Yeah. And I mean, because it seems like there's some, there would be some good Batman and Robin moments in there. And yeah, even some Nightwing stuff. And like, I want that in a Batman title, but then I don't even really need Green Arrow popping up. And it's just, it's, it's, it, it feels like, uh, like almost like a Batman Inc. Justice League book, like you said earlier. And I'm just not getting, I'm just not enjoying it. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, so, well, actually, I don't have this on the list. Let's, Let's let you drive this conversation that you picked up a new book. Um, I think that started last week or last mm. month in Batman Nightwatch. Oh, yeah. Um, that came The issue number two came out uh, that the first Tuesday in October. So why don't you go ahead and guide that? I'm like, you read the, the first two issues. We didn't talk about it last month. Um, I yeah. haven't read them. So I, I, if I'm not mistaken, just by the way that this book is published, I think this is like a digital first thing. And it seems like there's chapters within it. Uh, this is a really good kids book. Um, I think it covers a lot of bases. It's very easy to follow. The drawing, the, the art is a lot better than I thought for a kids book. Um, so there's little bits. That, you know, each book has a couple chapters, and uh, there's a cool little backup story in one, in issue one with the super pets. Nice. And I picked up issue two because I saw Oswald on the cover, and I was like, oh, let me give this a chance. And they're pretty cheap at two ninety nine. Um, and you know, they're not heavy stuff, but they're fun. I mean, I don't know if I'll continue on with it, but they're cool. Like bat family stories. Uh, everyone's pretty much involved, uh, you know, from Huntress to Joker to Nightwing, Damien, Batman's got a cool suit that almost looks like Blue Beetle. Like it's not my thing, but I can see why a kid would like it right here. Mm-hmm. So if you, if you're looking for, you know, an easy comic for your kid to read and kind of get started and you're not really sure, I think Nightwatch is the way to go. I mean, it's a very simple premise. Like Batman's kind of using the people of Gotham to let him know when crimes are going on. That's why it's oh, nice. the night watch, right? Sure. You know, it's right there in the title. So he's kind of using him as a ring doorbell camera. So he can, you know, the eyes and ears out there. And, uh, you know, like I said, uh, you know, if you're, if you want to buy some comics for your kid, uh, I, I think for the price point and what they're putting in, the quality of these stories are pretty great. And, uh, it's a nice little gateway, cool. uh, to, into the medium. I think it's a five issue, going to be five issues and since you bought the first two you wouldn't finish it out with three four and five no 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 i no it's just gotcha okay i just put my toe in the water i want to see sure. what it's like because i you know i don't know what i'm getting into it's yeah you like the kids stuff a little bit more than i do uh yeah. you know with scooby doing everything uh, i just kind of tried it out you know i went in there looking for another book and i had six bucks in my pocket like i had cash i was like you know yeah, i want to support you comic book shop yeah, so here and, you go. Uh, Guide check me. this out. And I did it. And like I said, it's enjoyable. It's sure. you know. Yeah, I get you. Fun kids book. Um so issue one and two, it's not a continuing story. They're just kind no, of No, they seem separate. to like okay. he's very self-contained. It's just a, it seems like there's like two stories in a book. Okay. You know. Um, so it it, it, it right. seems to be fun. Well then Let's, maybe next next month I'll I can I can jump in actually with issue number three and I think so. I won't be lost. Okay. No. Well, then stay tuned. We'll see if we bring it up next month. Um, that'll do it for actually that Batman, like Batman centric uh, issues for that Tuesday. But we'll get to some honorable mentions that were released that first Tuesday. So let's move on, like later on in our discussion. So sure. Uh, the next, the next three Tuesdays were pretty busy. So uh, let's let you take it away with the second week. Uh, I am Batman number fourteen. This is. I mean, as we all know, this is a book Pete reads and I have not. So take it away. How's this one? 
Uh, the, you know, it kind of hit like a little bit of a, a, a dull for a little, like maybe like an issue or two, but uh, sure. this one really stepped up. Rebound. Batman's really, yeah, nice little rebound, especially the end. Like Batman's kind of put himself in a bad position. He, he assaulted a cop in front of another cop. And so he's already on thin ice with the New York Police Department. And this isn't going to go well. And it's some really cool stuff. It looks like uh, uh, Jace's kid sister is also put on some tights and she's fighting crime. And so he's got to deal with that. And he's juggling that and kind of protecting her and saving her, looking out for her. And it, there's a cool little Fox family dynamic. And, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, like I said, Jason's put himself in a pickle, so we will see how he comes out on that. And, uh, you know, like, like I said, solid rebound issue. Um, I'm really enjoying that a lot more than I thought I would. We'll see where it goes. Um, but uh, so far, I am Batman since he's moved to New York City uh, has been pretty good. How does Jace measure up as, say, like a, a dick in the cowl? Uh, he's still... T- He's trying to find his way, you know. He's right. he's not a he's not the Batman. They're taking their time Batman. with him. That which yeah. that's good. It's not as jarring then, you know. Uh, he but he definitely doesn't want to be Batman. Mm-hmm. You know, he wants to be his own Batman, which is weird because it's like, well, then why do you take the name of Batman? Yeah. Right? <laughs> exactly. So it's a little. Comfy. It's like, but we got to sell this title, so we'll put bat put put a bat on the on the cover. Yeah. Um, I would I, at this point I'm kind of be interested in like a I am Batman Batwing crossover between the brothers and see what's going on with them. Okay. You know we saw oh I forgot his name what is it Luke Foxy uh, Bats Luke, <laughs> Bat Foxes Foxes yes, Dead I don't know go. what you want to call it you know, the Foxes Cave Yeah but uh, you know the last time we saw uh, Luke he was uh, helping out Harley in space with their little like Suicide Squad alien invade you know aliens type thing so. Uh, at some point, I'd like to see some sort of crossover, and you know, we I feel like we haven't had a good Luke J showdown in uh, a couple years, so I think we're we'll saying that it's it's been a while since you've had that kind of it's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, there you go. I think I've seen, I think, uh, Carlos, uh, Mr. Batchen, your boy, yeah. I think he's been pretty vocal about he's a big fan of I Am Batman, yeah. So, we both, yeah, like we both kind of agreed it was kind of like getting a little stagnant for maybe like an issue or two but um i thought this was a good rebound let's see this i mean this will be because you've said enough about it that this will be one that i'll track down when maybe the monthly list lightens up some (laughs) and i'll be like hey i've got some extra time um to track some new stuff that i might that i will at some point give us a shot because you've said enough about it that i'm intrigued yeah it's definitely a a trade pickup for someone who's falling behind and I, i don't know how the first arc or whatever six issues seven issues were because you started once he went to new york right yeah that just caught my eye and uh there's a whole other i think it started in next batman and then there was a prequel series and then we yeah 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 so there's some stories in between um if you want to track those down you can i i haven't uh i read the next batman and i didn't because i wasn't like i wasn't really fond of that story Mm-hmm. So I didn't pick up where it left off or where it started from. But, uh, you know, what I've read recently, I've enjoyed. Gotcha. Well, there you go. Uh, I enjoyed the next rendition, the next volume of the Batman and Scooby-Doo Mysteries, Pete. It's back, <laughs> baby. Woo! Uh, yes. So this is going to end up becoming another 12-issue monthly series. They better and- do Scrappy this time. I mean, I'm waiting for it, and it's I feel like it's gotta happen, right? 
I mean, yes, he is. He's important enough to. It feels weird they didn't do it last time, to be honest with you. I mean, I'm glad, but also part of it might be like I don't have to hear his voice. If I, you know, if he's in a comic, I don't have to hear his voice. That might make <laughs> it a little bit better. I don't, I don't like him. But anyways, did you read this issue? No. Okay, I figured. Uh, this was okay. Like it, it, like fine. It was another. I mean, another good mystery and all that stuff, but. Mm-hmm. It had Batman Ink in it. Yeah, and yeah. damn it, stop trying to make Batman Ink fetch. <laughs> well, they've got a, they've got their own title. But out, I actually, mean, right? also that yeah, that launched this month too. And apparently, there's a ton of I mean, there's a ton of uh, I didn't read fans that. of Batman Ink. But I mean, that that kind of now with me is a big like. That's your Batman of Zalim Zaza. <laughs> Zaslav, Batman yeah. of Zaslav. <laughs> whatever, whatever stupid purple Kate Cow Batman is. Uh, I mean, spoiler alert, there is a Batman villain, a very powerful one that uh, is that is a culprit behind all of this. So that was like a nice tie in and it did kind of fit. Uh, but I think the issue overall was just OK. But I am I mean, nothing, not a detractor enough that I'm not excited that they have another volume of this series because I did like, as you know, as we talked about it every month for a year, the first volume of this series. I feel so, like these Scooby-Doo stories didn't really, I mean, you read more of them than that. So I'd love to hear what you guys say, but they haven't lived up to that first issue. No, I they feel like that first issue really kind of went above and beyond to be like more of a serious. That was like a material yeah. and everything yeah. else has been like a solid B B plus here. And definitely there. more ch- child oriented. Yeah. And that I first thought. one was that first one was. Yeah, I totally agree with you. It was flat out awesome. But I also I don't I don't know that they necessarily have lit, you know, the comic world on fire either. So right. it did surprise me that it just kind of came out of nowhere that, hey, here's another volume. It's going to go on for another year. But because I, I picked up a couple of those from the first volume and just to tr- circle back to Nightwatch. I was surprised at the how serious Nightwatch took itself from a Batman perspective. Yeah. It didn't seem to be very dumbed down, even for That's a good. younger reader. So, and I was like, man, this is this is kind of better than the couple issues of the first Scooby-Doo volume. Like, I'm just comparing kids' books sure. to kids' books, you know? Yeah. Okay. Uh, stay tuned. And you know that if, if Scrappy appears in one of these, I'll give you the heads up. Yeah, Scrappy or you, or you know, pup named Scooby Doo. I love pup named Scooby Doo. I did yes. buy that one, so I'm yeah. a sucker for uh, red herring. There you go. Uh, moving right along here, uh, Batman versus Robin number two. Mm-hmm. This, I'll get mine out of the way first, Pete. That this story, I mean, the last issue, and then it had moments where I was like, I don't know if I'm going to keep on reading this, like this issue. Because right. it's kind of diving into some stuff that's just not my cup of tea. Right. And then it re- I feel like it recovered really well and it had a lot of like uh, positives going for it. So I said, okay, I'll continue. And so this, this issue, same thing for I don't know how many... Let's see, I'm scrolling through real quick. And yeah, it's like in the teens, like a third of the book I'm in. And then Batman's really prevalent. And then the rest of the way, it went pretty interesting. It was pretty, uh, it was cool. And you had the the DC House of Mystery, which I think was cool. This Alfred mystery. I mean, it played out a little bit more horror 
And then, yeah, mm -hmm. definitely in how the issue ends um, and what they're the intrigue with Alfred and the the Cain and Cain mm. and Abel. Um, yeah, it was enough there. Like, okay, Mark Wade, you got me again. There's enough here that's I mean, it's kind of cool. It is definitely supernatural. With a little some some horror elements in here, which I'm always a fan of. Um I'll just leave it at that. I'm still going. Yeah, Mark Wade is pretty brilliant because he can take a subject matter that isn't my thing and really draw me in. Mm -hmm. and then you know there's even you could see the influence of black adam in this this sure. is kind of a, this is a, you know you could tell there's tying elements they kind of knew what they were doing um which is fine but uh i'm into this whole you know alfred damien batman 666 like there's a lot of interesting things here um i'm very curious to see where this goes um it's like i said it's not usually my thing but Wade really wrote it very well. Yeah. Crafting so, an interesting story. Yeah. It's just, I was like, okay, like that's just the sign of a good writer. You know, like there's, there's a great image, um, which I don't have the artist's name. Let me see. Go back here real quick. Mahmoud Azrar. Apologize if I butchered that. Really great image of Robin as a marionette. And that was like a, a turn the page for that like reveal. And I think yeah. that was that was pretty awesome. That was Good pretty dope. Page. Good one. So I'm still in. I don't know how many issues this story is going on for because it's oversized. Uh, but I don't know how yeah. many how many issues this is going for some for some know. reason. I have like five in my head, but I have no idea if that's right. And I'm or I'm just making it up. How do you feel about uh, Damien's costume here? I, uh, it's not really my favorite. Before he gets the Batman yeah the the Robin outfit like there's a there's a couple of uh, it's okay I'm a little bit I'm a little like I know everyone's got to they do their own thing but if it ain't wrong don't fix it and Batman's had plenty of suit changes over the years that we've yeah, liked and at times questioned but yeah I don't know I I like give me that red yellow green yeah and yeah. you got red. Black and gray. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. But I mean, it goes yeah. with Damien that Damien's not, he's bottom. So is this so Robin suit? <laughs> not a huge fan. But also, I'm like, it's whatever. It's kind of just whatever. So overall, the book um, is better than Damien's costume. <laughs> so there we go. Uh, moving along to another oversized issue, Pete Batman Urban Legends number 20. Uh-huh. You can kick us off. Um interesting. Uh not all there you go. interesting. <laughs> yeah, usually I'm a big fan of this book, but this one kind of was a letdown for me. Um it's you know, something um, I don't know how other people feel, but it opens up with like this else worldsy, let's say, knight in shining armor, maybe old school English. I don't you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh type tale. Um very creative. Uh, very ambitious, um, so I, I can see why others would like it. It's not really my thing. The Alfred story is probably my favorite one. I'm glad to see that one come to a conclusion. I thought that was cool, or did it? Bum, bum, we don't bum. know. Um, we got another Batman Talia story in this. Uh, I, I don't know if I like this story or not. I actually can't figure it out. Um, I feel but, the same. 
But uh, the Murder Club I, I was into, which is the final tale, I believe. Yep. That caught my eye. Um, I thought there was some interesting detective work there by Mr. Wayne. Uh, in almost like a kind of a, I don't know, <laughs> like at times it felt like Batman Forever, like, you know, Bruce Wayne enters this gala, he's got to kind of go and leave and save and, you know, and then all of a sudden, you know, the, you know, I, I, because Sad. it's interesting to me, it's just, you know, the Waynes show up, Ma- Martha and Thomas. So you're like, oh, oh okay, yeah. what happened here? So that's really caught my eye. Um, and, and your uh, boy, your boy's in it, in the murder club. Yeah, <laughs> Oswald does. Uh, he makes a little appearance as well. So, I really like two of these stories. Um, again, it's kind of a crapshoot because you're paying eight dollars for this book. But uh, more often than not, Urban Legends uh, tickles my fancy. Uh, On so that math alone, though, half the title. book you liked. So you kind of got two issues worth, and you paid eight bucks. So you you broke down that math quite a few months ago. Of so you did get your money's worth, but as a as a collection, there's they've. I almost feel like what was it? Seventeen it was like the only time that Urban Legends from front to back nailed every story, and that's when it was including Black Adam, Flash, yeah. Aquaman. It's kind of the yeah. only time they did all of them because I'm not that far off with you. Uh, I I really liked the Murder Club. Like, I I really liked that setup. Uh, really interested. The Talia story was like just a a drama, and yeah, I'm with you. Of like, I don't know if I really liked that or not. I'm not sure. Yeah, I kind of felt like the Batman versus Robin Talia story was better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Like, it's kind of we're getting a lot of Batman Talia lately, and it was from the same you know the same day of the of the releases. Yeah. So it's like oh, I just read a better version of this. Yeah, like I literally just read a better version. You almost of this. did yourself a dis. <laughs> it's like as a publisher, you kind of did yourself a disservice releasing yeah. them on the same week. I agree. Uh, and then the Castle Arkham, I'm also like middle of the road with that too because it it does. I do like it's very gothic, Elseworlds, dark story. It's like Gotham by Gaslight on steroids almost. Yeah, and then there are elements that it does feel like. Oh, this is too much for me to really keep going along with. And then other parts are like, cool. And then it is like going back to Joker again. And I'm like, Joker is my favorite villain period in mm-hmm. anything. And I don't know. We don't have to keep going back to Joker. You know, that's okay. I and thought what they did with Langstrom was pretty interesting. Yes. Yeah. That was a cool inclusion. That was definitely the best part of the book. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't, I, eh, I don't know. Urban legends continues to just be fine. To me, at times, I like. It. I don't know I mean, what I'm going to get. I think I like it more than you most of the time, but uh, this was kind of. Yeah. You definitely do. I think you definitely do. This one. That wraps up the second Tuesday. So let's Pete. Let's Pete. There we go. Let's yeah, Pete. Into the third Tuesday, Pete. <clears throat> this might be. No, for this story, for the last we're going to speak of, Flashpoint Beyond in the monthly wrap up episodes. Yeah. Because this, this one came to a big crashing finale. Yeah, I did. You you lead off. I want to hear you. Lead I off. loved it. Um, I when it gets into which let's see, it was issue five last month that we talked about. You know, when it comes to like hyper time talk and all that. Like science, I science was my least favorite subject, and the subject I always did the worst in, uh, all throughout my days of going to school. So all of that is scientific talk and Ryan can't comprehend that kind of stuff. 
So I have to wrap my head around it and slowly read it and read it over. And I'm like, okay, the meat and potatoes of all of this was Thomas Wayne. Uh, the meat and potatoes of this whole issue is him and Joker Martha with uh, the now new Robin. Um, all that, like all that was like chef's kiss. Yeah. Um, it, it was just great. Great dialogue, great moments. Um, Gilda's two face, you know, all of that, the impending threat of where, you know, where they leave us enough breadcrumbs that they could come back to this universe and continue uh, continue on in this flashpoint universe, you know. Mm-hmm. Um it it probably wouldn't be Thomas Wayne Batman focused. Uh because the threat is I almost feel like so the impending threat is the Kryptonians are gonna come to Earth. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. If you have Batman going up against them, that's Dark Knight 3, the master race almost. You know, it's too close to to that. So and it would feel like it'd be more of a flashpoint superman story than a flashpoint batman story if they went if they brought it back and went down that road i think that's what the beyond means but i mean as as far as like just this book though i mean it is i don't i just i loved it i loved that i loved the issue i I mean i've loved this whole series you and i both have and we've mentioned it many times and i I think a very worthy sequel i think the art has been awesome i loved the the nod to batman 407 yeah when um joker and two-face are going at it with each other i think that was it was excellent and yeah and i don't know i just think i want to make sure not to spoil anything so it's good (laughs) it's really the end is good (laughs) the ending's good because it's like one of those like the story's complete but yet it's not like it leaves it wide open. Yeah. And obviously it connects to Watchmen even more. So like I'll leave it at that. Like I don't think that's a sport. I mean, maybe it is, but I, I think it'll entice you to read it. Or maybe maybe more or less it connects to Doomsday Clock. Maybe yeah. we'll have some that's what of, I took right away. Yeah, maybe you know, but that's Watchmen anyway, right? Like mm-hmm. let's be honest. Yeah, it's all Watchmen. Um I'm interested to see where it goes. You know, the Rip Hunter stuff at the end was very fascinating. Um, it seems to kind of be a lot of things from like comics past are kind of coming back. You know, we've got the JSA, you know, Alan Scott, all those guys are, I think, kind of resurged. Things are going to be a little bit different after Dark Crisis. So, like, I feel like this kind of works hand in hand with uh, shaping what we'll see in the future of the DC universe. Sure. And just, yeah, just, you know, I, I'm digging this. Uh, I, I would like to see more of this Flashpoint Batman and Robin. You know, I, I, I kind of dig what they did with. The, the Waynes, let's mm-hmm. just leave it at that. I thought that was cool. Um, uh, I, I'm just really impressed, you know, everyone who, who was involved. Like, I they went away with the, they went in a direction with Flashpoint Beyond that I didn't expect them to do, and uh, I'm very impressed because it's not a retread, nope, right? Correct, it's uh, it's it's its own thing, it's definitely a sequel, but it's it's its own version, and I, you know, I, I collectively, I think uh, Sheridan and Johns and, and company should be very proud of what they've crafted. I think so too. Yeah. Um, I think it's a, a monstrous success. Uh, I hope that everyone else reading it thought the same way. I hope that they, <clears throat> I hope that the sales numbers reflect it. And I hope that they've 
were happy with what they got or what they made because yeah i just think it was an awesome series and the the trade i believe the collected edition if you've been holding off up to this point uh it comes out in december pretty sure so i'd highly recommend if you have been waiting to just pick that up uh because i did a read through i read all everything before i read this final issue and yeah it reads mm-hmm. reads great you know in a a sitting or two also like I, I still love the original Flashpoint more, but mm-hmm. um, this went in just a direction that I wasn't expecting. Like I said earlier, and it's cool that they can still expand upon this. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. really looking forward to it. I, I don't know what what you would call it. I guess this Flashpoint verse is uh, it's not going anywhere, which is fine. Which is funny because. Like I felt like a year ago, I was so tired of Thomas Wayne Batman, <laughs> but he's really. He's really made a, a, a turn. I just, I just, uh, I, what Tom King did at the end just wasn't appealing to me. I guess that's really what it was. Mm-hmm. But something like this in his own world catches my eye. Yeah. Well, he made him. Like, Tom King made him, made him the villain, essentially. I was really just going to say they made him more heroic. But Here. yes, in this, in the Flashpoint Beyond verse. And well, you should read Flashpoint. Justice League Incarnate. He becomes very heroic there. Okay. Uh, I know you were telling me that because it was another one of like, oh, Thomas Wayne, Batman, gosh, yeah. I'm, I, I need a break from him. And then you're like, hey, actually, that story is really good. <laughs> it, it, it really <laughs> was. Uh, Joshua Williamson wrote it, and I was surprised. You know, like Again, that's usually, again, like a sign of a great writer. Like He can take <laughs> Elseworlds characters, put them together in some weird Justice League, and I'm reading mm-hmm. this book and enjoying it, and this is like not my thing. Mm-hmm. You know? team up books in general aren't my thing so when i do get my hands on one that's good i think yeah i get easily impressed i guess yeah uh i hope they i mean they do a trade paperback maybe they'll do some kind of i don't know that they do an absolute but i mean this story is just as long as the original flashpoint so yeah but is is how popular is it to be honest yeah original flashpoint kind of took the world by storm yeah, so I, I don't know. I just, I, I might wait and see if they do a hardcover version of some sort. Cause I'm a hardcover fan more than soft, but I don't know. We'll see. You I have all the issues. Hard on back. for hardcovers. You what? You got a hard on for hardcovers. <laughs> nice. Yes. Guilty <laughs> as charged. Yes. Uh, moving along here. Oh, good. I'm glad you had me go first for Flashpoint Beyond because I think it would be um, an injustice for you to have to wait to talk about batman one bad day penguin because so far i mean i wouldn't say complete swing and a miss but the first two you were just first two of these one bad days yeah um, i didn't enjoy them yeah you weren't that big especially the two-faced one i didn't like that one at all so how were you about penguin the pressure is on with this one this was fantastic yes i think this is a penguin classic to be honest i think this is up there with uh pain and prejudice yeah yeah. This is really good. A really good redemption story. Penguin starts out with five bucks and he ends up getting his empire back. Like you just see him just doing what he does best. Oswald just, you know, you know, you want to, you want to take, you you want to think that you could uh, get the better of Oswald because of his stature and his limitations. And even as a broke man with one bullet and five bucks, he can grab his empire back. And there's an amazing showdown between Oswald and Batman. That's just, just brilliant. Uh, Mr. Ridley uh, from I Am Batman fame, obviously. 
did a, just an, an ace job here. And uh, the the illustrations are amazing as well. By, I apologize. Uh, I meant Giuseppe Camincoli. Yeah, sounds yeah about okay. Right. That's what I, I thought. Big I G. So Big G, G crushed it. <laughs> you know, I, like uh, I, I loved everything about this. This is just absolutely an instant classic in terms of Oswald. So, you know. I, I've enjoyed the previous two. I really do think that this one might be the best so far. Yeah, which is good because I was I was like, if this thing stinks, I'm I'm just done because it's a it's gonna be an expensive book. It's yeah, it's eight eight dollars a pop, and if you're yeah. not liking what's going on, then it's hard to justify continuing. What's that. the next one? Clayface and Freeze are, are the next one. Freeze Roz is the one? next one with um. Oh my goodness, I have his name like right there in my head. Stand by, Pete. Standing by, stand by, okay. stand by. Yeah, just the two face one was such a letdown. I just didn't like the direction they went in with daddy issues. That was a bummer. Mateo Scalera, and I believe he did the um Harley Quinn White Knight book. Okay, that should be good. Then. I, and I, I hope so. did the art for that one, and yeah, I, I loved the art in that one. Harley Quinn White Knight's great, no one talks about it. Nobody talks about that one, and that is a really good story. Of course, we'll get to talking about um white knight here soon and no surprise it will be positive but for this book yeah so you said the batman penguin showdown there's just something about the framing the simplicity of batman and and oswald just standing in an alley together just, just talking, looking at each other right? like the, the the look of that and everything looks great so the art's great but the story yeah i was getting a feel of this that it's almost like this almost supports the inclusion of the quote-unquote freaks in Gotham. Because mm-hmm. look at Penguin's organized mess yeah. while he's in charge. And he's not. And it is like Gotham is in bad shape. And I thought that's maybe what Ridley was trying to hint on. Mm-hmm. Of like, all right, listen, Batman. Sure, Penguin's bad. But actually, he's an improvement over what's going on now. And meanwhile, yeah. that's kind of the discussion I think he's having with Montoya. At times, something like that. And then we're seeing Penguin basically just rebuild himself. He has nothing. Mm-hmm. And then five dollars in his pocket and where he ends up. I'm like, man, this is this is awesome. This is great. Great character work because there's yeah. nothing that's there's no massive action set pieces, you know, of like Gotham's going to be blown to smithereens unless yeah. Penguin and nothing like that. It's very small scale. And I really, really like it. Yeah, I agree. Character driven. Your boy Oz. Somebody get him some raw fish. <laughs> Let's go out for some sushi. You know what? This was Ridley's uh, French flipper trick. Yeah, I mean, it's Ridley seems to be really hit or miss with me. Um, there's like some stories he's written that I didn't like at all, but then there's others that like this that I love, and then there's stuff like I Am Batman that's really like in between, which I I enjoy thoroughly. Mm-hmm. And then you know uh, when he wrote something else, where I was just like, man, I'm just. Like I can't find really that much consistency. Like you know, it sure. depends on title to title. I'm not sure what I'm going to get, but he really delivered with this one. Mm-hmm. I agree. So I think he comes I was... from a TV background. I think he's a more. Tr- tr- I think by trade he's a he's a TV writer. Um, so I can believe he's he. This is a new medium for him. So I think yes, this is a new medium for him. I, I something's making me think, and I don't want to speak like an idiot. Okay, oh, so yes, he was. You could do that. Classic, yeah. <laughs> so 
so yes in, in a in a new medium for him but i know let's see so he was a producer yeah he's he's got a lot of producer credits for television mm-hmm. okay uh producer credit for 12 years a slave and then i thought he wrote yeah he wrote the screenplay for 12 years a slave okay um and then he's written for a lot of we were for the Justice League TV series, Justice League Star Cross. Okay. Um, so yeah, I mean, yes, this is only going even you know more in depth to like, yeah, Pete, you're correct. But I mean he's <laughs> he's dipped in a bunch of different kind of mediums. Um but he's I think, versatile. Yeah, he's he's versatile. He's a secret weapon. He's a guy, he does some good work. So yeah, this one was this one was awesome. I I mean for me, one bad day is three for three, and I look forward to the next to the next one with Mr. Freeze. So let's move along, Pete. Uh, yeah. Was that the last one? Oh, nope. Batman no, the Night, more. number yeah. 10. The big finale. Uh, it was, was all right. It's over. I'm it's glad over. that it's over. I yeah. do think the art is pretty good. Yeah. Um, a pretty decent showdown. I enjoyed the return to Gotham and Bruce's with Alfred. And uh, that's all I have to say about Batman the Night. Yeah, too much Ghostmaker, too you know, just just retelling of Batman's origins. Um, to be honest, I miss old woman, fake Catwoman. Mm-hmm. Uh, this just you know, <laughs> I thought it was going in a different direction when she when he found the teeth in that little like lockbox, whatever. But I don't even remember what that was about. Um, Zdarsky has been just an utter disappointment. Uh, and his Batman uh, forte. So just glad this is over. I'm looking forward to uh, getting rid of this. I'm going to put this in the cell box. I'm going to sell this back to the comic shop at some point when I have a, enough things I don't like and I'll get some store credit. But yeah, this is uh, this won't be in the collection that long. This is there you go. This is not worthy for my basement. <laughs> this was another case of it never reached the height of its first issue and yeah. not even close. I don't feel. No. I was, I mean, go back and listen. I don't remember how in you were. I was all in on that first issue. Uh, well, I was, yeah. And I mean, then, you throw yeah, in just, Zdarsky, uh, his Daredevil was epic. Batman is very similar to Daredevil. You know, if you can write a good ba- Daredevil book, I think mm-hmm. you should be able to write a good Batman book. And uh, I think Zdarsky can do that. It's just a shame that uh, it hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Yep. So there we go. Batman the Night. Um, done moving along next one batman superman world's finest number eight kick us off pete uh you just <laughs> wade again doing what wade does best just being a professional writer uh that first story i wasn't into um but he has turned the corner mm-hmm. i uh i really dig what's going on with uh what's his name daniel i think yeah. it's it's kind of you know you're, you're just like emotionally attached to this young man who's got all these powers from this different earth and he can't even see his new earth parents just like, Oh God, because of their situation and the teen Titans get involved. And there's actually some good little, <laughs> there's some well-written Batman humor in this. Uh, so I was surprised and, you know, uh, it blue beetle makes an appearance. So like <laughs> for all the reasons that I didn't like, like other characters popping up in Batman One Twenty Eight, they did in world's finest number eight. And I think it's just better. I think it's just a, a better written story. Um, you know, it just it, it feels like it jives more with me. Um, yeah, I just you know just 
the training of Daniel is interesting. Um, mm-hmm. And his powers, and you know, Bruce is pushing him, and you know, it, it, it's it's really just a well crafted story. He, you know, he's the center of it in this new world, and I'm really just I'm I'm invested. Like, and we get a nice uh, shot of the B Taz Batmobile. It looks like that's then to be an appearance as well. Nice little cameo, and I'm just you know, Mister Mora, he draws beautifully. You get yeah. an '89 oval in here, just a lot of good positive stuff. I'm not a big, I'm not the biggest fan of Supergirl's outfit. I don't like the shoulder pads, but it's a minor gripe that's just designed. So, but really enjoying that title a lot more than I thought it would. Uh, start off with Mora. He can do no wrong. Um, I do like. I like the inclusion of Batman, and this has a similar vibe to Wade that we just talked about with Batman versus Robin, of a little bit as the story was going. I'm like, I don't know, this, eh. and then the appearance of Batman has a drastic effect on me always. So I was like, okay, here, here's our boy. And then I think that it, it got interesting for the training of this, you know, this new youngster and his big defining moment. Yeah. Um, made you think it was going to go one way and then it didn't. I almost wish it would have, they would have stuck with going that one way. Cause I feel like that could have been a little more interesting route traveled with him, mm-hmm. but also, I mean, the we we see the point of the story and including this character and stuff so um also it wasn't i mean that's a little minor thing of like oh i wonder what if but it's still all right and i think that it ends on a really interesting note to see what what they're gonna do with that one which is funny considering my comments uh i just don't want to spoil it comments about this particular character in this in our discussion on so far so uh, we'll see. We'll revisit this next month and see how that's played out. Yeah, I think it's. I, just, I think it's all right. Um, I don't I'm like really it as much it. as you do, but it's not because I don't think that it's good. It's just it does dip into a lot of stuff that I'm like, eh, I don't know if that's really my thing. Yeah, so. it, it seems to be like for me, like Wade is just doing that. Mm-hmm. He's taking Batman in places I don't normally like him going, but I just think his writing is just exceptional. And that's a good. Uh, that's a good creator. Yeah. You know, testing because it's not like he's soiling. On the character of Batman in any way, it is just taking him into some different territory. Yeah. So uh, it's probably working, I think, for a lot of people, I'd imagine. So uh, there we go with, with that Tuesday. And now we'll move on to the last Tuesday of the month. And Detective Comics number 1065. Pete, this is your book you review on Batman uh, on film. Yeah. So Read Pete's review on Batman on film. All right. The next book we're going to talk about. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, the main story just doesn't vibe with me, but there's character elements that are really cool surrounding it. Um, the backup story, I think, is better than the primary. I think it's in a unique look at Two-Face and an internal look at Two-Face. You know, we've seen the battle of Two-Face, the battle of Two-Face's personality from the outside, but now we're actually seeing it on the inside, Harvey versus... The other side, the other half, I thought that was fascinating and a wonderful rebound by Spurrier, who I said, I think at one point after Coda should never touch another book. He might have said something very strongly yeah. like that. Yeah. And uh, just, I'm glad he took it to heart and, uh, and really just wrote a, just an amazing Harvey Dent story. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I'm just like Zdarsky. I'm so, obs- I'm so disappointed that I'm not enjoying this, this Rom V Batman book. I just, 
it's weird because there's elements I like. Like again, there's two face in here, which is cool because he's stabbing everybody in the back. Um, Arkham Asylum we basically got sold via shakedown. We've never seen that. That's pretty interesting. Uh, but the guy who bought, I just it, it's at its at its core, the story is not something I like. And then I need to throw Bat Bados or whatever stupid name is in there. And God, it's horrible. <laughs> but Ubu puts up a good fight. Ubu and uh, Mr. Uh, Albuquerque. Uh, wow, did he draw the hell out of those? So his uh, his art remains uh, the best thing for this this arc for this run. Yeah, so far. Uh, I do like the. It's extremely nerdy, I know, but the paper that they print his art on for how dark this book is and everything. I think that's a, it's great. That enhances. Uh, as far as the story itself, it's a continuation of what I've been saying, I think, for me. Um, it's just not resonating with me, I don't think. It's I, funny you bring up the paper. Have you noticed how many different styles of paper we get? Yeah. Because we read all these ridiculous, <laughs> ridiculous amount books. of books, yes. But I was like, wow, there's there really is no... I'm sure there's a rhyme or reason. I can't figure it out. But there's like... No consistency. Different books have different paper, whether it's you know, glossy, construction, newsprint. Like I was like, wow, this is... I'm yeah. just noticing this now. I don't know if it's because I'm reading so much. Every Batman book. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's all I really have to say. I don't need to, you know, go on and on. I think they, this run has had its fans so far, and uh, I'm jealous. I wish that I that I was loving this, but I'm not. I just It's, it's just not working for me, so... Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll I'll keep following because I mean it's a legacy title. It's Detective. I'll always keep reading Batman and Detective. Um, I survived. I'm just waiting for the end of the arc. That's really kind of what yeah. And for. I mean, because the part that is keeping me is I want to see what's going to go on with Two Face. And this isn't a I can't you know I can't like a Batman story unless it has one of the rogues. Like no, that's not true at all. I'm just not interested in everything aside, like outside of the Two Face part. Yeah. So the Two Face Wayne stuff earlier mm-hmm. was interesting, and I'm just you know again he's kind of he's looking out for himself here, and the back and you know like I said this backup will keep me interested. So mm-hmm. yeah, let's see, uh, cool where that one goes as well. Also that Tuesday because it was a big one, uh, Batman Fortress number six. Pete, I think you and I, aside from some of the faces of these characters. You and I have been on the same page of it, really enjoying the story. Yeah, and we finally get why it's called Fortress. Yes, <laughs> like that's finally it all, there. It all makes sense. How many issues is this total? Is this a twelve? It's gonna be eight. Okay, Last so we're near the end. Said. Yeah, okay. we've got. Um, we're close. Two issues left. Yeah, and yeah, it's interesting how this like last issue we did see, uh, <laughs> Affleck and uh, Justice League, you know, going on an adventure to build a team. Yeah. Um. We saw that last issue and we see it pay off here of we knew that he had to go to the new fortress, which is at the bottom of the sea mm-hmm. and Aqualad helps him get that. And then there's all these defenses that, you know, Clark has. Um, I don't know. It's a, it's a pretty entertaining chapter. I don't think it's the best issue of the book, but I mean, not every single one can be the best issue of the whole story. Cause mm-hmm. this is a story building. Um, so this one helps build the narrative and, I don't know. I thought it was. I thought it was fun. It had fun little character moments. You see Lex, them having to trust Lex, and Lex pulling through, waiting for Lex to disappoint them and go back to his usual self at some point. <laughs> but the book's fun. The art is good. Uh, yeah, the Batman Fortress. 
six issues in, two left. Uh, I don't see how it's going to drop the ball the next two issues, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, I disagree with you. I think this is one of the better issues. In the, in oh, you the, do? Okay. Yeah, because, uh, just the teamwork involved and the deception and the questioning and how they figure out how to do this. And Batman's like, how long is your, your arrow line? Because my grapple line's this far. Like, there's a really good amount of, like, solid teamwork. And, you know, I forget this Lantern's name, but he's like, I've got enough ring charge for here. And then Aqualad gets wrapped up by the Kryptonian monster thing. And it ends on that wonderful cliffhanger. Like, I, I, I think this is, whew, this might be this is good. six years in. This is like a top three one for me. I love this book really did. Excellent. Um, and it's, it's crazy. Cause like, I think we kind of went into it and we weren't know what we were expecting. And then you get issue one and you're like, okay, cool. This is like this alien invasion thing. And then, Mm-hmm. The, the the uh the location of Superman has been a, the ongoing mystery. Yeah. And I just this has been just one of the more fabulous Batman stories every month that we've been reading. Um in my opinion. I I I think it should get a lot more fanfare than it has. Mm-hmm. Especially with the cast of characters. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> these aren't these aren't the normal yeah. outsiders that Batman assembles. You know, usually we got like Katana, Black Lightning, Metamorpho. Um, you know, he's really kind of thought outside the box here with the skill set. And then you throw in Lex Luthor in there and, you know, it's it, it kind of brings me back a little bit to like Superman 2 or, you know, or even like Superman Returns when, you know, they're like, oh, you've been here before. You know, like yeah. <laughs> Lex has got his own agenda and he's you know, I believe he's the president. And his so suit can... reminds me of the uh, anti-monitor. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Which I think is yeah. really intriguing, intriguing because they're. Derek Robertson, the artist, it's it's like there's he's aware. It's you know, it's it's like it's not that oh look at that. It's just, that's uh, not by chance. By, by chance. You know? No, yeah, you, and, you know, the Lexo suit is traditionally greenish, purple, uh-huh, stuff like that. But it's just really, really similar here. So we'll yeah, you know, I don't know. I don't know, Pete. We'll see. We'll see. But, but I'm excited. You, I, I think it's it's been a lot of fun, man. Mm-hmm. This buck has been tremendous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, had me hooked from issue one, and it kind of hasn't let up. It's it is definitely. I get excited each month, like when the week comes up, and it's like, oh, this is Fortress Month. Like I, this is Fortress the Week. Most consistent book we've been reading since it's been since the, since it started. So six months in, yeah. you know, it's probably been the most consistent thing we've read. Mm-hmm. I'd say it's tied with one we haven't. You want to you give like White Knight? That yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah, I, I can't argue with that. That's been which, that's been which just goes to speak but how impressive it is. Then. Exactly because I've yeah. been all about White Knight since the yeah. first issue, and so this far in, and it's from a writer that I'm not familiar with. So you know? yeah, me neither. Wita, Wata, Wita, 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 yeah, Twitter, Wita, a lot of Wita. I don't know. Not making funny, just having fun. Yeah, but yeah, so like I'd be down to see what a Wita has in store for us in the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, just really impressed, um, you know, to go up with the likes of Mr. Murphy. I want to see if I've missed like what I've missed so far, you know, From like, what did I possibly yeah. overlook that, you know, he's dipped his toes in before and kind of like that Rosenberg effect. Like now we're huge Rosenberg fanboys. Yeah. yeah I, could, like, I could say oh, if, if it comes up with another one, before. I'd be like, you know what? What do you got for me? Yeah. <laughs> what are you hiding? What are you hiding? <laughs> Where's your indie catalog? Cause I bet you that's pretty good. Give Pete that Batmite series. He's been longing for. Oh God. Batmite and Scrappy. <laughs> you guys know I love imps. <laughs> you guys know I love imps. There you go. What if, what if that's another? So you have Williamson wrote a really good Batman Superman uh, Batmite uh, mixing story not too long ago. Okay. And what? So they, what they've title? been getting some love. 
I, I believe it was the Batman Superman annual or Superman um, Batman, whatever okay. that title was. Okay. What if they good. do? They release uh, the second Tuesday of every month, the Batman and Scooby Doo mysteries, and then on the fourth Tuesday every month, they do a Batmite and Scrappy mysteries. <laughs> yeah, sure. And they can, you can read that one. I'll read the Batman Scooby Doo, and we'll compare. <laughs> okay. I think it's a great idea. I'm just saying. Come on, Clark. Uh, propose this. But anyways, let's move along. Batman: The Audio Adventures number two. Pete, this one snuck up on us uh, last month. I had no idea that it was even that it was coming. Yeah. And I had a lot of positive, like fun things to say about last month's issue. I Which think is this... why I bought it this month. You did? Okay. I did. Right here. I well, think also this... because of my man, Killer Croc, on the cover. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm a sucker for a good cover. And this yeah. is a great cover, if you ask me. I think so, too. I I, I like the story that's building. Um, I'm trying to think. It's got Darwin Cook vibes, doesn't it? Yes. Thank you, because I know I, I brought that up last month. I think the most in the look of Batman. Uh, but yeah, it does. It feels very Darwin Cook. And Anthony Marquez, I think he's a student of a Kubert school. I think uh, he was he's on Twitter and Instagram. I recently mm-hmm. started following. And yeah, he's he, you know, he'll show off some of his, uh, you know, tease of audio adventures number two coming out and stuff. Uh, but I, I don't know. I think this is a lot of fun. I need to go back and. Now that spooky season is about done, it lightens up my like entertainment windows mm-hmm. to where like yeah. I need to go back and listen to the audio adventures, the whole podcast, yeah. especially now that it's on Apple. The well, first yeah, season. I got you as well. I'm, I've been meaning to do that myself. But this, I don't know. I thought this was fun. So uh, give me your take, I guess, since you, yeah, you went like back this. and you it's bought the first vibe issue. to it. Yeah, uh, I did not buy the first. I'll have to go back and do it. You just jumped into two. I okay. jumped into this because of Killer Croc, and like I, I got like you know Croc and ba- I like the Croc Baby Doll dynamic from BTS. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I don't know if this is Baby Doll. Mm-hmm. I don't think they say her name. No, but, but um, that's what I think. Yeah, I got, I kind of got that vibe to it, and uh, that was cool. And it, there's young Dick Grayson Robin, which I thought was a lot of fun. Yes. And I'm a sucker for Dick Grayson Robin. It's like I'm trying to figure out like is this? It seems like there's three stories kind of going on at once here, which mm-hmm. is cool. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, you know I'm not really sure who these ghoulish guys are um you know in the beginning but um it's just drawn really well like I said Darwin Cook vibes and uh, yeah Ozzy and it's got your boy <laughs> Penguin and Riddler have really made a resurgence so thanks Matt Reeves for that yeah um now is your issue on Penguin's fun. on Penguin's hat have a little QR code on that last that last oh, page I never noticed let me see. The last page here. Yeah, it does. Okay. And scan it. Yeah, I need to. Right, I'll do it right now. You can do it. Do it here live. Describe it to us. I here. had a phone. Here it is. You had a phone. You lost it. I did. I did. Let's see. Okay. Give me a camera here. Let's see. QR code. And it takes me to HBO Max. And it takes me to the Batman Audio Adventures. Okay. So well, there you go. You the podcast. <laughs> All right, that's cool. Uh, I dig the Aussie uh, audio you know, adventures. I will, uh, I will go back and pick up issue one and see if it's something I'll continue with. But uh, <clears throat> you know, they sold me on the cover. I, I kind of did a blind buy on that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Marquez, I apologize that I was delayed to your work, but I am a fan, and I'm I really like his, I really like his pages here in these first two issues. So mm-hmm. I need to another effect. I need to look up what else he's done and. And uh, check out some of that stuff because I like it. And Dennis McNicholas, the writer, wrote this. Like, name. I need to give him some. Yes, 
I need to give him uh, credit too that the story is is fun enough that yeah I'm in on this audio adventures already a better feel than that 80 page yes special that was last a letdown mm-hmm. that was a letdown I the wanted first it, one I thought was pretty good the second one it wasn't I wanted it to be a lot better than it was yeah so, me too uh let's see continuing on like another tie-in uh batman gotham knights you heard of it gilded city number one starring gilda dent kidding uh this kind of crept up out of nowhere too i totally well i totally forgot about about this it was announced before uh and i I can't afford to buy a new console but i can buy the time yeah exactly (laughs) i can't buy a new console and a brand new game but i can do i can do a comic book and uh one issue of six mm. i it would be interesting for someone like you know uh the sheriff ryan haas or pals chris cloud or uh micah Uxus, you mean Uxus in the Uxus, sorry Uxus ramey who've been playing the game if they read this issue and mm. any kind of oh i can already see similarities like uh attachments but i think that this is i think this is fun i like the flashback stuff yeah. Um. To Gotham outskirts, eighteen forty-seven. That was that was an interesting take for me. I kind of it kind of took me out of the book, to be honest with you. Okay. Uh, I still don't know what it has to do with the actual story. It's it's you know what it is. It's connected to Morrison's Return of Bruce Wayne in the Western issue. Oh my God, babe. Really? You made that connection? There's okay. Jonah Hex somewhere. Jonah's here. That would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Okay. All right. I, I would dig that. Um, but the present day Batman stuff, I appreciate the teamwork. I thought Batman's mission was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's Scarecrow toxin, but it's not Scarecrow. Um, and then the ending of that very old wounds feel yeah. to it, you know, to, to foreshadowing yep. for those who are in the know. Um, that was really cool. Uh, I really liked the overall Bat family dynamic. Um, not a fan of Batman's suit or Batgirl suit for that matter, but I haven't liked Batgirl suit since they released the design. I think it was our pal Garrett. He, I think it was in response to a, a tweet though, but it stood out to me and how it was asking about that little chin part, chin covering on the cowl. And Garrett was like, like he's never a fan of it. It never really looks good. I'm like, I've never thought yeah. enough about it. But yeah, I don't know that I, I like that little, that little chin part. And I know it's so, this is why people don't like nerds because it's so nitpicky, but. And that little bit, that, eh, I mean, how eh. different is it than someone complaining about, like, I don't know, the Jets all black alternate uniforms? All right, there right? you go. There you go. So, like, <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> it's know, the same. It's We're the same. all the same. Yeah, you know, I have just nitpicks. Yeah, I'm just not digging it. Uh, but I, I, you know, I like Robin's suit. I like Nightwing's suit. I mean, when they released those designs, I bought the action figures. I have yeah. the Nightwing on display right now. Nice. Um. But uh, yeah, I still think the story though. I think the yeah. story is really cool. Uh, yep. The flashbacks are a little weird for me, like I said earlier. Okay. But overall, like I, you know, <laughs> you never know with a video game tie-in, regardless whether it's yeah. the game itself to a movie or a comic book that goes to the game, how good it's going to be. You know, uh, <laughs> so thanks to Ollie's, I was able to get all know. of the Arkham Knight. Uh, tie-in comics in the hardcover those are pretty good yeah yeah and that, that was, was top a, Taylor, right that was a fun that was a fun binge uh i thought peter tomasi oh, i'm sorry tom taylor did injustice wrong game yes wrong game but yeah i think tomasi did the arkham knight yeah um, i have a few of those as well and yeah those were good and i remember when uh, the arkham city comic came out paul dini wrote and i mean come on <laughs> I mean, are you really surprised that that's good wrote, wrote right there <laughs> 
So yeah, I was happy to see. I'm always a, a fan of that. Of I mean, you know, tie-in stuff with the other mediums. Why not? Um, those, I, those I miss tie-in comics, man. I, I miss comic adaptations. It's something that, as a kid, you know, I I grew up loving like my Batman Forever and Batman and Robin comic adaptations are yeah always great to have even though it kind of ruined the movie for you but as a kid you don't care um and no, you because you're going between book and film going but, yeah well i remember the 89 one is the first one that i had and you know i we're going on the road you know somewhere didn't have the portable viewing devices of any kind so it's like well i can't watch <laughs> batman so i'll take the comic and i'll you know it's kind of like i'm watching batman like imagine how like big that. a portable vcr must have been wow wow <laughs> And like I remember the portable DVD player was great. Six yeah. centimeter screen, but a big ass VHS. The game gear. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, and then lastly, the last one. I mean, come on. Come on. God, what are you book. showing me? I, I, Man, let me tell you, Mr. Murphy, I think you've outdone yourself with this title. This book effing rocks. I wrote yeah. I wrote my review for Batman on film and I said that I just have a problem because I'm like running out of trying to come up with something new to say because I just like keep a, saying a the same liquor. shit. Yeah, basically. Yeah. I mean, that's, I, I think that's what people think, but it's just like, I don't I don't know what else to say about it because like this book is freaking awesome. I love it. And this, this issue, issue was too. awesome. Like this issue so relationship driven. It is, and then it, then they make sure. But well, I'm bringing it in at the end. I'm bringing in the good action again for the, yeah. the classic Sean Murphy cliffhanger. And then I mean, just yeah, you you've got Bruce and Harley, you've got Bruce and Dick, uh, the Robins in general, all three of them. Red Hood, uh, making, what's her name from the Dan? And, uh, and you bring you bring a new character in. And, and granted, Duke, I know she yeah. has not had a ton of moments. I love her, man. I think she's great, though. I love and that's her hard to do. It's really hard to do to bring some a new character into it. I can't even remember thing. her name, but I love her. Yeah, she's great. Uh, and I like that they're building that too. And her the in which what I know that that two month uh, intermission of mm-hmm. the Red Hood story that that was the point of it. But I do like that you know Jason's got he's Didn't got an ally now. He's yeah. got a new ally. And they got each other's backs, in which we see that with this with just, this issue. And art's fantastic. Blight looks awesome. The I love the coloring. Kills me. The ending kills me. I love the coloring with white. I love that. Gl- like they really capture that glowing green. Yeah. Uh, I I wanted to get that variant uh, last month, but I, it was twenty dollars for one issue. I'm like, ah. There's issue I already stylistic had, I changes. I don't uh, or aesthetic things I don't like. Like. You know, I don't like Nightwing with the jacket. Minor details. Like, we're talking such minor gripes that the story overshadows. Make sure we don't sound like those bootlickers. Yeah. So find the nittiest of picks and pick it. You know, (laughs) at the end, Batman looks really cool, but, like, I know he doesn't have a mask. It's just weird. You know, Mm. Murphy, I I will never, I, I just, like, I have critiques, but, like, you know, I feel like once you start limiting Murphy's creativity, it's all gonna unravel. So like it's like he's kind of earned the right to just do whatever, do whatever the hell he wants. Yeah, and so and like minor and gripes, but again, with this being his, stupid. with this being like his own universe, that yeah. does mean that anything's on the table, and that yeah. makes it more exciting for us to read because he freaked, like he killed Jim Gordon, like oh didn't did not expect that he killed Alfred. Yeah. I mean, didn't expect know, that he can do things like you know, not crazier things, but even something like. 
Jason was the first Robin. Yeah. Right? Like, remember when that happened? We're like, what is this guy doing? And then uh, speaking of, like, with the art, I, oh, man. Like, the history of Batman or of Bruce, Dick, and then Batman and Robin all in just one big spread like that. We've got a lot of good Dick Grayson Robin. God, that's that's awesome. That's great. Like I wish DC would like publish a, a solid bat, a Wayne Grayson book. Yeah, I don't know who it was. You and I both commented on it recently on Twitter, and so like I I, I want a contemporary like Dick Grayson as Robin mm-hmm. because yes, I know he was Robin for like forty plus years, but I wasn't alive when he was Robin. <laughs> like, <laughs> the stories were not, uh, and they're not as they are today. Exactly. So it's. I don't know. I'm. It's all. It, we're kind of robbed that. of that, to be honest with you. Yeah. Like as great as Nightwing is, as great as Drake has been. Yep. I mean, all this, of, all this, just in a Dick way Grayson of Robin. We're we're getting that turn also in this issue of Dick Grayson is going to be like good again, and uh, shameless plug. <sighs> I got to I got to speak with uh, Murphy twice for, on for Bof on the podcast, and he he mentioned it in one of them. It might have been the second one of. I know that dick has come off as a dick but don't worry like he's gonna be a hero again it's it, it's gonna come around it's just working for the story and i think it's worked for this story yeah. uh and yeah we got him back in like i'm surprised a, we haven't seen more murphy verse action figures yeah come on todd which is what we've got we've gotten the bike um spin master made a murphy verse batmobile i should have grabbed i should have grabbed as white knight i should have grabbed as bats yeah we got um, a, there was a batman as bats two-pack and there was they the were by White themselves Knight as well. Figure. Uh, no, the White Knight solo figure. Uh, there was a Jack, um, but you could change the head and make him Joker. Yeah. Yep, yep, in the yep. GTO suit, and then yeah, Asbat solo, and then the two pack. So yeah, and then the bike. So I agree that, with you. I, I would pick up a Red Hood figure for this, and I don't pick up sure. Red Hood figures. Yeah, uh, and uh, what's her name? The new Robin. I'll buy one, and I I would definitely be interested to see what the uh, the Nightwing would look like. Well, there's also the new, I mean, this Batman suit, the Bruce Wayne suit, basically. If they, yeah, if they do something like that, myself. you'd pass on that. But um, Duke Thomas Robin, I pick up. I love Duke Thomas. Sure. Yeah, I love I love that Duke is in the Robin suit. And guess what? It's like red and green. How about that? It's a, it's a cool, <laughs> It's a, and it's a, it's a new suit. It's not, I don't think it's green. I think it's red and black. So it's more like a Drake suit. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sorry. I thought but there was. I appreciate no, it. No, not like fully green. Day. I thought there was some sort of green on there somewhere. Maybe. I, I think he's got like one panel in this book. Yeah. He, sh- he shows up in Barbara's office. Yeah. Almost it's, orifice. It's, like, it's like pecks <laughs> up. You know, he's like, he's like in the foreground of the shot. Yeah. Um, But I, I'm digging that suit. I was like, man, I was happy when, when Duke put on the, the red. I was, I was a big fan. Cause you all, you know, I love, we are Robin. Mm-hmm. So oh yeah. I, I appreciate uh, I got, and I have an old school. We are Robin Mattel figure on my display right now. I love it. Uh, there's two issues left of this story. Um, the next one, number seven, uh-huh. comes out in December. Does not come out in November. So we got to hang you. in just a little longer. <laughs> Thank you. So there you go, Pete. Yeah, we got a break. But there's gonna next? be like there's gonna be like six new Batman stories starting next month. So, what do you think's next? What do you mean? What do you th- what, like? What do you think he'll adapt next? Because we uh, haven't, be, it's funny we went on about this book. We didn't talk about any McGinnis stuff. Oh yeah, because he'll return next issue. He was yeah. he was uh, not present here. I think. Well, I think slash no. And this is like he said this on in recording that 
his wife katana collins who uh she wrote the harley quinn white knight book mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then um clay mccormick who's been on this show uh, he wrote the two red hood issues mm-hmm. and the two of them are working on another uh spinoff book that will be out i think after beyond wraps up like not hey, long you, after you think that's growing red hood i feel like it's a red hood thing no okay mm-hmm. no so you can get, i mean so i'd be down for more of that there you go i'd be down but, for my, any of this man. i was like Murphy like, himself. You know, I was kind of bummed out by the last volume. Like it wasn't my. It, it didn't really resonate curse, with me. The first right? one did. Yeah, curse. I was kind of bummed out by curse, but this has really brought me back full circle. Good. I'm like so invested in Murph. Excellent. Yeah. So well, I mean, I'd say Harley Quinn did it. He has so, such I mean, a. He has such a say, in in the spinoffs that I mean. So the first spinoff was Harley Quinn, and. Uh, it was great. Well, wasn't the, the very, very first one was Von Fries, right? Yes, Von Fries. There you go. And then, yeah, which then is, Harley which Quinn. Was brilliant. And yeah. I know he initially had said that, like there were plans to do almost like each main character have like a spinoff. So like, you know, like maybe a Nightwing or a Batgirl or something. And then pandemic shook up, you know, the, the universe. Um, so, I mean, he has a, a hand in and a say in the spinoffs and the ones that's coming. It's like, I'm in because he hasn't, for me, hasn't done anything wrong. I know he mentioned, though, that I think after... He wraps up with uh, White Knight books. He's actually going to do a Zorro book. Uh, and then it's kind of like a we'll see with the White Knight universe continuing. Yeah, take a break. So, yeah. That's fine. Yeah, why not? He's earned um, it. Sure. And I mean, get a break from it and then kind of, you know, okay, I've got. Give us a break. I recharge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It gives you like, I don't know, as an artist or creator, you know, gives you that break, like step away, recharge the batteries. And then it's like, oh, shit, I got a great idea now. And then you're, yeah. you know, motivated. You got something good. Right. So um, it's awesome. The book is awesome. Uh, I hope people have kept up. Maybe now with the DC Universe Infinite Ultra, people will be able to catch up on this mm-hmm. uh, really quick. So do it if you haven't yet. The book, everything that we've said, we still haven't ruined anything for you. Beyond the White Knight, do it. And now, Pete, we have honorable mentions. And I'm going to go through this quick because I know we're going kind of long. I started because Lee Romeo is doing variants. And I think anybody who's listened to this show knows how I feel about Lee Romeo. The Joker, the man who stopped laughing, Matthew Rosenberg. How how about that? He just finished his Task Force uh, Z last month. Launches a new series, the following. Uh, Yeah. Cover is awesome. The upcoming covers for the next few issues are awesome. The variants from Romeo. The main cover. Uh, this this story actually was pretty dope. I think is what yeah, picking say. up right where Puzzle Box left off. Like not literally, but like the mojo is. You know, yeah. like wow, like I was blown away by that Joker story. Mm-hmm. This one, one issue in, I'm blown away by this one issue. I was like, wow. And I didn't expect a a backup story within this. Art from Francesco Francavilla. Yeah. I love that guy's art. And, and a, you know, a different vibe to it. Yep. Totally. Yep. Joker yep. versus Power Girl. Um, yeah. Almost a Valentine's Day story. <laughs> 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 we could put it that way. Um, so you could you might be able to read this with your Spider-Man blue, you know, if you're Very festive good. in that way. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like these two stories, I'm like, wow, this is really impressive. You know, yep. we mentioned how uh, we have fallen in love with Rosenberg earlier in the episode and he just really gets he he Got gets the here. Joker more than anybody I think I've ever read, really. Like this Joker is up there with like Denny O'Neill's Joker, his take on the Joker. 
Yeah. In my opinion, like, and that's high praise. I, I, Rosenberg has got to be doing more stuff, man. I'd love to get Rosenberg on the main Batman title. Really would. Yeah. Um, like, I don't know. I think the less said about this, this issue, the better. And like, in all honesty, you won't see it coming. Let's put it that way. Yeah. I don't not see it coming. I don't want to say anything else about it other than I, I really, really like this. And I know I initially was like, well, yeah, I'll read it, but I'm definitely going to buy it because I need that Bermeo cover. Top um, five book of the month. The Yeah, the, the issue itself was pretty great. Yeah. So very intrigued. Uh, next up, Poison Ivy number five, continuation of a really like fun Poison Ivy story. I enjoy. Yeah. I'm just... Uh, G. Willow Wilson, somehow, like this... She just, like, whatever she writes gets me. It just it just reaches to me like I she knows her way know. to Peter's heart. Yeah, you know, it, it, and her Ivy Batman stuff, like <laughs> you're kind of like it takes you a second because you're like, this isn't real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Batman okay. wouldn't be in this All situation. Right, huh? But it's 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 good stuff, you know. Like I, I'm really into this. It's uh it's a really, really awesome poison ivy story. Mm-hmm. Um and it just Jason Woodrow, the green, all that jazz, you know, just a day in the life of Ivy. Fascinating, fascinating stuff. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I I really enjoy this more than I thought I was going to. Yeah. Um, same thing can be said. Gotham City year one, number one. Uh, Tom King, art from Phil Hester. This, like is- this a lot more than I thought I was going to. Not to say I wasn't going to enjoy it, but oh, I didn't know if I was even going to read it because also it's it is a little bit like, oh, it's. You know, sometimes I can't help but think sometimes and I'm not proud of it. I think cynically and it's like oh, capitalizing on the year one aspect again. Uh, and then I don't need to know two generations before Bruce, but it is Tom King. I'm, I'm going to give it a shot because, I mean, it's Tom King and I read it and I was not disappointed. Uh, noir through and through uh, Slam Bradley, who a lot of DC fans, you you know, that name. Um a bit of a dark story and not like literally i mean like the story itself is pretty dark it's very interesting and then the the last page was very interesting to me so a very strong first issue and i don't know how long that this story is issue wise i don't know but uh tom king slam slam bradley uh you're gonna say slam dunk Dunk (laughs) tom king slam bradley is a slam dunk yep it's a slam a damn a ding dong (laughs) (laughs) um just yeah i i I, I, I feel like I Speechless. fought with Lauer to get this book in there. I was like, we have to talk about this. I know, only to say, like, well, yeah, I already put it on the list. <laughs> I was like, because I read this, I'm like, there's no way Lauer put this on this list. Batman's in like half a panel. Like, I know he's gonna put up a fight and give me this. Not the Batman and other characters book club, but he's gonna do the same <laughs> spiel that he always gives me because he's a conduct. Honorable thing. mentions gives the wiggle room so that we can talk about. The yeah. ones kind of removed. It's it's too there good go. to be honorable mentions. It's it's just it's weird. Like <laughs> when Tom King actually writes, he's a brilliant writer. You know, like so much of his Batman was just uh, uh, you know just grunts. But like you know, with these like side stories and when he ventures off, mm-hmm. the guys there's second to none. Uh, Jurassic League number six. Pete comes to this uh, massive conclusion. To end Did the it Jurassic meet Age. Meet your expectations? Uh, yeah. I mean, Pete, you read one or two issues and you knew what this book was. Yeah. It didn't stray from that. 
but I mean, it was it was fun. It's something. It, I mean, it's ridiculous. But speaking of the paper, they went different with the paper on this one. It's really weird. From what they've been yeah. using before. Yeah, it's it seems different, but uh, that's not the point. The story is what you think. I'm not gonna ever push for you, Peter. But go back. You need to track it down and read it. It was harmless. It was fun. It was dinosaur versions of our heroes mm. fighting each other, and mm. they form a Justice League. Like, that's what you expected but it was fun um and it's over nightwing number 97 uh that too and i mean this in a positive way like more of more of the same but i mean the book yeah. just kind of keeps moving we've we've labeled it as the comfortable read and i stand by that and i mean that in nothing but uh well, positive light that until the end if you get be honest with you like to bring back uh, a certain character is a bold choice I wonder how the hell he's going to explain this. Um, so the ending really elevated for me. It's, it is a really good Babs and Dick story. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it, I thought that was really good. Uh, Mr. Maroney's involved, so it's kind of, it feels like a classic. Sal the Boss Maroney. You know, and then <laughs> when that yellow cab comes up, I knew exactly what was happening. I was like, no, he did it. People, but, uh, be Mr. aware Taylor. of thin ceilings as well. Make sure you have <laughs> thick ceilings. Carry on. So, uh, real, yeah. Uh, interesting. Yes. Interesting. My, cliffhanger my eye, Cause I was like, Ooh, you know what? You're not <laughs> the, the term safe. I think was an appropriate term for past issues. Like it's not groundbreaking. It's very, it's very well written. Uh, it's enjoyable. It, it's, it feels like typical Dick Grayson, but, uh, the way that Mr. Taylor ended that book was stunning. Yeah. Uh, good. And I mean, we'll keep reading. We've been reading their whole run together of, uh, there are Tom Taylor's whole run, which is mostly been I, illustrated by Bruno Redondo. I can't remember the last time cool. I missed a Nightwing book. There you go. All right. Yeah, I think since New 52, I've been on a solid run here. Uh, GCPD, The Blue Wall, number one, John Ridley, uh, with art from Stefano Raphael. Um, this was this was another good, like, maybe is this going to be the, the next, you know, Brubaker GCPD book? You know? Gotham Central. Uh, I thought it was a good first issue. I, it was another case of why not? I'll give it a try. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's it was it was good. Period. Uh, I, I got no issues with Montoya. Uh, I, I get the same vibes as you do. Uh, Gotham Central. Um, it could go either way for me. Um, uh, you know, it, it's probably one of the more even keel books I got from Ridley. Like I didn't hate it, I didn't love it, but I'm interested. Mm-hmm. Um, if I get bored with it, I feel like I can drop it easily. Sure. Um, but I, I do love Montoya. Um, she's one of my favorites, obviously, growing up from Bitaz. Uh, Montoya left a, such a powerful she's you know, a great character. Yeah, she left she's 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 left her mark and uh you know she's you know worthy of uh you know having her own title and even being commissioner, which I thought was a bold choice and uh just a cool way of getting her back into the thick of things. So mm-hmm. I don't I didn't I didn't really Outside of her recent appearance in uh, I Am Batman, I haven't really read too much of Montoya as the question. So, yeah, I think I read, I think she was the black label book that they did of the question. I don't remember. I think she was. I know yeah. the book. I, I, liked. Was? I liked the book. Uh-huh. Um, but, anyways, uh, let's move along here to <sighs> The Riddler, year one, number one. And we can finally talk about this. We had uh, yes. this. You're going to get your. You're going to get uh, Holzman to start reading comics. 
because of this book right here. Thanks. That Paul, has you know? been the, uh, the, the never ending battle now, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's been a challenge. Jeez. It's been, it's, uh, you guys want to talk about putting in work. I've been trying. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get, I've been putting in work to get Eric to put in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but I think um, this is a great first issue. I mean, you know, yeah. the backstory here that Dano had a, he had an idea that he proposed to Reeves and talking about him and Reeves went and Reeves took it upon himself to go talk to Jim Lee. Cause when you're Matt Reeves, you can just go do that and propose the idea and, or said Let's to him nice. about it being a comic book series or a comic book story. And yeah, uh, next thing you know, Dano's he's writing his own comic book story, which I think is awesome because he's a, he's what a comic book fan. Uh, didn't get mine yet. I kind of oh. want, the, I want the Jim Lee one though. You're one of those. Stop it. Did you get the, I mean, I forget. I'm, I'm going to butcher his name. I don't, so I don't want to say. I name. love this company. <laughs> I, I bought the standard cover just because I loved it. Cause it's, it, it feels like uh, a poster for the movie to be really honest. Yeah. I mean, and, there's uh, a variety. Subak did a of wonderful job Subak, capturing yeah. uh, Daniel's likeness. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Um, and, and just the vibe of Reeves movie. I feel like this re- like, and we'll talk about this later on our mentions, but this really is a wonderful companion to the film as much as the animated Harley Quinn comics are to that, uh, to that uh, animated show. Like, this is just like, you can just feel the grittiness of Reeves movie in this book. And it's very similar from the ledgers to his writings, to the motivations. You really get a feel of what pushed Edward Nashton to become the Riddler. And we're only, we've only gotten one issue. So I think this is superb, and I had no idea how good of a writer Dano was, but um, he really has his uh, his grip on this character, and I, you know, I hope I to so see. Too. He may not be in another movie. I don't know. I can't tell you what's in store for us in terms of live action Batman in that universe. But if 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 he is only in that one movie, this is a, a great uh, piece to uh, just you know add to your collection. Great extension. More. Yeah, one just it's. It flows, man. It just go. It flows. It's wonderful. Now, the release schedule of this is kind of light on us, Pete, because there's going to be six issues, but bi-monthly. So no, nothing in November. But book two will be (laughs) November. Sounds fabulous. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Two two fewer books for us. Uh Um. So yeah, I mean, it was a the talk of you know of dc that an extension of the batman not many comic books get a trailer so. and this was yeah. one of them you know it did and he's it. he's done some interviews he's gotten some interviews from it too so yeah it's 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 worth reading for sure i think this is a good a good first chapter of this story it almost and, makes you happy jonah hill didn't take the role yeah as good that's nothing against jonah hill is. i it's think nothing but i mean when, to get the movie and then to get this i mean we don't know how it's going to play out but so far i'm like we lucked out here yeah, we got a great, we got a great performance, a very as, memorable performance. Yeah, the performance and the passion to uh, delve deep into it for and create a, a comic book on your own, like we yeah. lucked out, guys. Yep. So this is good. Um, come back, go back to the sh- uh, comic shop. And in you December. know what? For all of you that complained that that's not the Riddler, I I think you should, uh, I think you should pick this up because I think you'll be uh, pleasantly surprised. I think you might change your tune. I agree. Uh, lastly, for me, Pete. That's it, lastly. Catwoman, Lonely City number four. Uh, The Cliff Chang's final chapter of this Black Widow story. 
I haven't finished. It. You are in for a treat when you get going on this story. Yeah. I don't. I don't think you started because you're doing which I t- I totally yeah. uh, applaud of waiting till you get all because the black label releases can they get have very a lot of delays. Yes. Yeah. So the fact that you waited, um, I went back and reread the first three books before reading this the finale. And Pete, this is this is one of Catwoman's best stories, period, mm-hmm. ever. This this book is is fantastic. Can't recommend it enough. Batman is pretty important to it, uh, as you'll see when you read. Uh, I want to say it was our pal Javi said this is Catwoman. This is Selena's Dark Knight Returns. Ooh, um, I'm sorry, sure. Javi, if that wasn't you and that was someone else, but I thought it was you because I'm pretty sure he was reviewing it for Batman on film. Um, yeah, this uh, this is a treat. This story was so damn good. Um, I want to. You, you'll let me know. Maybe next month we can, since we won't get to talk Beyond the White Knight and the Riddler, we can talk Pete's late review on Catwoman Lonely City. <laughs> so there you go. That's that's it for me. It. I can't wait until you till you read it because yeah, I think it's awesome. And mm. you've read a lot more Catwoman than I have, so you can. I will favor uh, your review to see how you think it measures up to her stories, her history. Okay. All right. So there you go. All right, hit me with. The rest of the stuff that you have. Future State Gotham wrapped up in a big way. It's done. Um, it's done. Your load is getting lighter. Holy <laughs> moly. It definitely it reached its end and it had a pretty shocking conclusion. Nice. Um, we know it's been the all out battle Batman battle royale. Um and it puts a, a nice little uh rap, uh bow on the future state. We were, I remember when future state started, we were like, Oh, what's going on? Yeah. It's only going to be a month and blah, blah, blah. And then this this title came out and it, it's really kind of, it put a nice little bow on it, like I said earlier. And I've really enjoyed Good. that. Um, Catwoman 48. Speaking uh, of Catwoman. I read this Catwoman. I mean, this has got uh, when in Rome vibes, Catwoman in the, in the homeland. She's in Italy. The flamingo pops up. She's jumping out of airplanes. Um, there's a solid love story. Uh, I think you should check that out. Harley Quinn 23 is a lot of fun. Harley Quinn is trying to lie low. Someone's after her. Uh, she does a nice little showdown with Robin. Uh, Kevin's involved. It's really fun. Stephanie Phillips is crushing it with this. Punchline's got a new book. Punchline is, is Stephanie Phillips one of your favorite writers right now? Right now she is. I feel definitely. like you're very high on her. I'm very with high what on she her. does. Yeah. She's Amanda Connor made Harley Quinn almost Deadpoolian. And then Stephanie Phillips has really put the PhD back in Harley Quinn, and, nice. but she's kept her just as zany, mm-hmm. which I had a lot of fun with. Um, so I, I'm, and it's, it's, it's different. It's, it's not the same Harley Quinn. And well, I say that because, you know, by book's end, you know, I'll just, she, you're like, oh, like she goes to quote, then we should give people what they want. You know, like, should she be the Harley Quinn of old? Um, she, cause someone's after her and uh, she's, she's tired of it. So she's wondering, you know, she's trying to change her tune. So then maybe she's, you know, gonna go back to her kind of crazier days um mm-hmm. punchline's got a new book started out really slow but the ending really picked up and caught my eye who's um, writing that it is written by uh howard okay uh what's her first name i don't know but i really i really dug it um let's see here uh teeny howard teeny and blake howard okay so they are writing this um basically punchline's picking up the drug trade and uh at come issues and um just a solid uh batman investigation let's put it that way so i, I really liked it. it started out slow but it, the ending really caught me 
Um, Harley Quinn, Legion of Bats, picks up effortlessly where the animated series left off. I wanted to get to that. You told me I had to, and I I didn't. It is so much fun. Yeah. Um, A wonderful, like I said, about Riddler year one, this matches it. Um, The other, if if you've missed the other uh, spinoff comic books of this show, um, or tie-ins to the show. I, I highly recommend it. <laughs> what was that amazing. last one? The what tour? Something bang? Uh, the, eat, be, the eat, kill, bang tour. Something eat, like that. kill, bang tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, that was a lot of fun. This is right up there. I, I don't know if the people who are writing the book are writing the show, but they are on point. Um, gotcha. The art's a little different, though. Okay. Um, so the art is not, it doesn't match the level. Uh, not doesn't. They Some characters look like they do in the show, but Ivy looks different. I don't know why. But um, like Batgirl looks like she's right out of the show. Um, some things are different. Something, but story wise, it's great. And Bane is still after his pasta maker, <laughs> which I have fun. And then of him. course, <laughs> I can't leave out uh, my Eric Carter special Titan Titans United Blood Pack, um, Bl- Brother Blood. This seems to be really like, hey, look, we're gonna make a book similar to the show, um, because you, we know you guys like that. Um, this is uh. Just a lot of fun to see, uh, you know, the Titans in action. And, uh, you know, if, again, if you like the show, you're going to love this. This is really in line with it. Um, I had a lot of fun with that. Uh, so check that out. And uh, as always, Batgirls number eight. I I, I mean, it's. I know another one too. you've been telling me since issue one of like, you need to read this. And I haven't got. Yeah, to it. it's, Sorry, it's just Peter. the whole dynamic of Babs and the girls is just a lot of fun. I always say that every week. But as crazy as these all these bat titles are like we've there's a lot. There's so many good ones like I. I keep reading them and buying them because I, I do enjoy them. So like that's why the honorable mentions is so long. I just want everyone to realize like, that they are really good stories. Uh, we um, love our Batman comics. There's just as yeah. many Gotham ish comics. They're just as good. So uh, yeah. that's it, Pete. That's all we have. That was it. That's good. Piece of cake. Yeah. Phew. We'll have to go back through like and see how many that was. <laughs> I don't have the time, but it'll be fun when it's, when it's over to see how long. So, uh, Another great discussion. Thanks for thanks for doing the work. Thanks. And uh, coming right, back yeah. on, um, I'll give you a break now, because between this show and then uh, BOF related stuff, like I called on Pete a lot the past month. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you did. Yes, you did. Dictator. Yes, I did. You're welcome. Uh, so, hey, if somebody's not following you for some reason right now, why don't you go ahead and do your uh, famous plug. Uh, you could follow me on social media. That's Twitter, Instagram, and Zach Snyder's favorite platform, Vero at P. You can follow podcast number one's new ba- news based podcast that I co host with the champion of Long Island, Eric Holzman, at straight underscore O underscore G on Instagram and Twitter. That's straight out of Gotham. Podcast number two, the Italian Spider Man Coalition podcast. That's Italians, the number four Spidey on Twitter. I do that with uh, sh- the, the, the pride and joy of Wrigley Field, the father and son dynamic we all love. Nico or Nicholas and Nico Caruso. Uh, I'm at Tina Lovo um, on Twitter. Just uh, that's a fun little game I play. Uh, Batman on film.com, Batman on film, YouTube. I'm all over that place. I got reviews of detective comics and interviews with all the big studs, you know, Tara Strong, Michael Uslin, all that jazz. So check out that stuff. And uh, you know, Ryan, it's, uh, it's up to you. Thank you for dealing with my congestion, by the way, <laughs> I can't breathe out of my nose. So, if you have any complaints, uh, tweet them at final E 33. Um, yes. he'll, he'll take care of it. He's the complaint yeah. department. Uh, so yeah, you heard all of that with Pete. Make sure. Yeah. Um, follow the show. Batman book club on Twitter and Instagram at the Batman BC. Make sure to check out actually, if, if you don't mind, 
uh, checking out a couple of things on the, the Batman book club, YouTube channel, Pete and I have been going on a journey to the road to no man's land. Uh, we're halfway through that omnibus. It's so the one thing we couldn't get in this month. It was, it had to be sacrificed. Something um, had to die but, so we could live. <laughs> well, <laughs> so we will return to that. So yeah, check that out on YouTube. Uh, four parts, only a half hour each as we're making our journey through. It's been a lot of fun. Excited to continue it when Pete uh, can next. Also check out batmanonfilm.com where they there's a newer podcast on the site called Batman Animation where Pete and I celebrated all things Halloween in the most recent episode from the TV show, The Batman, specifically Grundy's Night, because it was about Halloween. (gasps) That was a great discussion with Pete, because that's all Pete and I hopefully deliver is great discussions. So please check out YouTube and Batman Animation. Uh, Anywhere else? Let's see. If you want to support the show, there's a variety of ways you can do that. Number one is patreon.com slash the batman bc Two, go to t public type in tbbc for the batman book club and you can get a variety of cool things that have the batman book club logo on it that helps support the show but if you want to support the show and you don't want to spend any money at all that's 100 a okay the best thing that you can do and probably the quickest is to review the show wherever you listen to your podcast so apple spotify uh, Amazon, Google, iHeartRadio, any of that, just rate and review the show because the more reviews the show gets, the more it helps spread the word. And as we all know, the word is panic. So for Peter Arvera, I am Ryan Lauer. And until next time, happy Halloween. Pete, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, Ryan. Go read the long Halloween. I mean, what is the short Halloween, by the way? Uh, Paul, Paul Herman the- talks about this. What is the yeah, short yeah. Halloween? I don't know. He's ridiculous. Uh, But yeah, read The Long Halloween and also read more Batman comics.